To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome. Well, come in. Let's put on the show. Your cadaverous pallor. Aloha. Betrays an aura of foreboding. Hang on to them hats and glasses. And now, ladies and gentlemen, remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Remain Seated, Please. Is it a very special episode? Aren't they all? Aren't they all? (laughs) What's special about this one? Uh, when we're doing a Toontown episode. Toontown, Toontown, going to Mickey's Toontown. Bells, whistles. <laughs> My name is Robert. I'm David. I'm Susie. And I'm Anthea. <laughs> <laughs> How did the idea for uh, Toontown begin? Well, actually, I think we should start a little bit before Toontown mm. and the idea and revisit a little movie called Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Uh, This movie came out in 1988 and was released under the uh, banner of uh, Touchstone Pictures. Um, It was a little bit more adult and risque. Yeah, that's usually where Touchstone came in, right? Yeah, it's like Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. Um, Ed Wood. (laughs) Just things that are a little not so Disney-like, but still under Disney. Um, it's a live action and animation comedy directed by Robert Zemeckis. Um, and it's loosely based on the novel by um, Gary. Is it Gary? I think it's Gary. Um, K. Wolf's um, novel called Who Censored Roger Rabbit from 1981. Whoa, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. And who would have thought they, they would be able to pull it off combining Disney and and Looney Tunes. Well, they wouldn't do it now, but that was such a great feat. The whole thing was just amazing that they were able to. It was also um, in conjunction with Amblin Studios. Um, And so they were able to get everyone under the sun um, to create this magical and amazing movie. Um, You know, I've always liked the movie, but uh, Inthia and I saw it last year at the El Capitan. And it's even better than I remember. It's yeah. an incredible picture. It's really great. Um, it stars uh, Bob Hoskins, Christopher Lloyd, um, Charles Fleischer, Stubby Kane. Um, Charles Fleischer, who also stars the Disneyland 35th anniversary special starring Tony Danza. I feel like this is your like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, <laughs> but it's like six degrees of the 35th anniversary special. The Disneyland 35th anniversary special is like the best <laughs> Disney programming ever. <laughs> <laughs> Pinocchio's just close enough to it. Um, Joanna Cassidy, um, Kathleen Turner. Who's Joanna Cassidy? Joanna Cassidy, um, I love her. If you ever saw um, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, she yeah. is Rose, mm-hmm. and I love her. Well, who That's is she? Where I know oh, her she, from. Um, She's Eddie Valiant's um, girlfriend. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, was, I had on in the background at work today a special feature with her, and I just kept looking at her. I was like, where do I know her from? Where do I know her from? I'm right on top of that, Rose. That's where I know her from. Special feature for what? For Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It said it was called something like 
revisiting Toontown, I was like, oh, I should watch this. Has nothing to do with the attra- the the theme park <laughs> at all. So it was just a making of featurette, which was still uh, fun to listen to. I listened to it like a podcast, but there was a lot of visual cues I'd missed. Mm. Uh, quick tangent, but um, God. uh. The Who Framed Roger Rabbit DVD, the initial DVD, DVD. Is, is one of the best DVDs that was ever put out. It's beautiful. The packaging, even. It came with autographed photos of Jessica mm. Rabbit and Roger Rabbit. Is that the one that I have? Yeah. Yeah. That was um, on our first date. We went to Fry's and I picked it up. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, <clears throat> you know what my favorite line of the movie is? What? No tune can resist. The shave and a haircut. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I Christopher Lloyd in this movie is so ridiculous and <laughs> scary and terrifying and oh, I love him so much. Um oh uh, going back to the cast, Kathleen Turner did the speaking voice of um Jessica Rabbit and the actress uh oh my gosh, I just forgot her name. She was Sue Snell in Carrie, and she is the singing mm. voice. Oh, interesting. Um, her last name is, I think it's Irving, and I cannot remember her first name. Um, but I thought that was really interesting. I'm like, oh, I just know her apparently from two movies. <laughs> um, so, um, this movie, uh, I mean, if you guys want me to tell you the basic premise of it, it's set in the 1940s Hollywood with Eddie Valiant as a private detective who is sent to um, exonerate um, a tune, Roger Rabbit, um, from uh, being accused of murder. And uh, it's a film noir, but it combines, um, it's in a universe where uh, cartoons are actual living, breathing beings and um they live in somewhat harmony with humans and it all takes place place in la yeah. um mm-hmm. not all of it was shot in la but it takes place in la um but uh there's a point where they go through a tunnel yes and that tunnel is also featured in another robert zemeckis film that's right back to the future part tunnel. two that's right it's a good tunnel it's a great tunnel. It's in Griffith Park. And you know who else is in Back to the Future Part 2 with that tunnel? I do. Who is it? Charles Fleischer, <laughs> the voice of Roger Rabbit. And Roger Rabbit can be seen in the, uh, oh, the, in the shop, nostalgia right? shop. Yeah. yeah. What does he say know. in uh, Back to the Future? I wish yeah. I could go back to the beginning of the season. Put some money on the cubbies. What did you just say? I said I wish I could go back to the beginning of the season. Put some money on the cubbies. And then Tony Danza shows up. <laughs> <laughs> It's really great to see the tree again. It really is. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's a quote from uh, his appearance at Taft High School, 2002. Oh, my gosh. He came to our high school. Uh-huh. And talking about the tree. Did you get to meet him? I didn't meet him, but I was in the audience. Oh. There was, it was, oh God, it was, I don't remember what it was for, but he came a few years ago and planted a tree. And it's really great to see the tree again. I wonder if he knew which tree, and he walked by that tree, and he's like, "Oh, I guess this tree." Well, the, it was for like someone that died or something. I don't know exactly. Oh, but it was like I a, really wanted to be like the it, Tony Danza memorial tree. It was a ceremonial tree. A Tony Danza? No, I hope not. No, 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 no. He's very much alive, but he should have a memorial tree. <laughs> <laughs> what is Tony? Let's see if we can so, get him on the podcast. Yeah. 
You can Tony, just talk to him pod. about the 35th anniversary. Uh, yeah. You know, I quote him every single day, actually. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, actually, wow. it, well, kind of. In the 35th anniversary special, uh, he is walking the three little pigs into Star Tours to meet Miss Piggy. <laughs> and he says, come on, boys. Come on, boys. Uh, and every time... <laughs> <laughs> Every time I go to work, the boys that are in there, I say it in that same sort of way. I say, hello, boys. The boys in where? And that I work with. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. You let me know what Tony Danza quote you want on your tombstone, and I'll make sure so it happens. Through the Griffith Probably be Park. the Jungle Cruise. What did it teach you? The Jungle Cruise. What an adventure. <laughs> Even though he really says, what an adventure. I know, you tell us this literally every <laughs> single time. What an adventure. So the um, tunnel. Uh, so, yeah, so the tunnel. <laughs> um, so this movie renewed an interest in animation and spearheaded the modern American um, animation movement, as well as the Disney, Disney Renaissance period, which was from 1989 to 1999. So a lot of big things happened for Disney Studios. And this movie, um, I feel like it's been kind of uh not cast aside but it's not as recognized as it should be um it won three academy awards that year for film editing sound effects editing and visual effects and then it got an honorary oscar and very recently it was um inducted into uh the preservation oh yeah 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 so it's quite the movie where yeah. I think they've tried to recreate it or they tried previously and really what stands out in my head and it's a horrible reference is Cool World oh. and oh, it I was like cool. I love Cool World but it is not done as well as no. Who Framed Roger Rabbit no. well Roger Rabbit really plays up the history of Disney using animation and live action from Song of the South to Mary Poppins to Roger Rabbit mm-hmm. it has it's, it's just great um, and so after that, there were three shorts that appeared in front of um, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, I believe. Um, oh, my gosh. The other yeah. one was uh, Dick Tracy. And then the other movie, there's a third movie that I cannot remember off the top of my I head. I remember that. So there were three sh- um, shorts. Um, and and then Roger they- Rabbit itself begins with a short. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what they really wanted to do was um, make another they wanted to make a sequel um so there's apparently uh there was a full treatment that they did uh that was immediately shut down um regarding it was uh the beginnings of of roger rabbit and it was going to take place about like five-ish years before um you would find out how he met jessica rabbit Mm -hmm. um she was in kidnapped by the nazis um (laughs) to do a nazi propaganda and um that's awesome and he was going to be enlisted i believe um and go save her but uh uh, steven spielberg had um come off of schindler's list and was like we are not going (laughs) to no more nazis yeah he was not into that it's like i don't want to see uh yosemite sam as a nazi (laughs) and i believe you get to find out who his mother and father are in that one Mm. and bugs bunny was supposed to be his dad but it was weird the way that it's written it's like mother and father are Bugs Bunny. And I'm like, Bugs Bunny <laughs> did show up as a lady sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, did you um, ever think it was. Uh, did you ever find Bugs Bunny sexy <laughs> when she 
dress up as a woman <laughs> me neither doesn't he call her a girl bunny maybe yeah, i couldn't remember the exact quote you know mel blank was the voice of bugs bunny and pretty much all the warner brothers mm-hmm. uh, characters that i believe who framed roger rabbit was his last movie before he died oh. um and he was the voice of one disney character which was gideon from pinocchio oh. uh, which doesn't have any lines it's that's just hiccups okay that's really funny Hmm. That's pretty great. Um, so then now there is another script um, that is floating around. And I believe that Robert Zemeckis talked about it when he was um, doing his last movie. Welcome to Marwin. Marwin uh-huh. um, he talked about it. Um, he flat out said that he believes that Disney really hates uh, Jessica Rabbit. So um, he's oh. like, they are not paying attention to Roger Rabbit. Um, they very obviously do not like Jessica Rabbit. Um, and people were like, do you think it'd make it onto Disney Plus? And he's like, that's not the correct platform for it. Yeah. Um, and whatever else. He did say, though, um, I think he's pretty much insinuated that this movie could possibly be rendered in or whatever you want to say for um, 3D. So that'd be pretty interesting. I think it'd be a little bit much. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, Roger Rabbit was really just like a turning point for the studio. Um, it almost got shut down and went over budget. Um, Michael Eisner wanted to pull the plug on it. Um, and then, um, is it Jeffrey Katzenberg? Mm-hmm. He, um, he convinced him not to cause it went like super over budget. Um, but the first weekend that it was out, it made, um, over like a million, $11 million and became like instantly the top 20 part of the top 20 grossing movies of its time it's amazing it's such a technical feat it's i love it and um i always like watching the behind the scenes stuff especially when they're doing uh jessica rabbit's uh the the scene of her in the club Mm -hmm. and i remember seeing because like the penguins come out and they have all the drinks and you know you're watching the behind the scenes and so it's just a little pole with a little tray walking through and it's like the set was built elevated so they can do all those basic what's funny real props underneath what's funny also is is that it was like a real woman's hands for um jessica rabbit and because of what she's wearing like the gloves it still kind of looks animated so i don't think her hands were animated in the shot where she grabs his tie I think those were real hands. Oh, oh I thought they were animated because it's like a really surreal purple. And, and it's maybe, like very they, Maybe they were colored or something. <laughs> but also on the set, Charles Fleischer used to dress up as Roger Rabbit. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so with the advent of the Laserdisc, this is when the movie became very problematic. Um, people were able to pause things. Um, and so you have like rumors of seeing um, Jessica Rabbit's um, underwear and or naughty bits or certain yeah, jokes being um, jokes being inserted. And then some offensive language coming from, I believe, Donald Duck in reference to Daffy Duck. Yeah. Um, everyone says it's a total mis like misinterpretation of the line that he it says. It has to be. I believe I don't believe that he says the things that people have decided have that they he does changed say. the soundtrack since. So if you get a copy of the movie today, or no, it's things the same. changed. It's the same? Okay. Oh, okay. Um, but you're saying sure. you she doesn't have underwear on. Uh, it, but you don't see anything. It's just like there's a shot of her uh, in a car crash and her legs kind of spread and you could it's kind of like a, like a barbie doll 
Yeah, it's like a bar. Mm. She doesn't have like color underwear. It's all fleshy colored. Um, and then there's another one where baby Herman goes underneath the legs of mm-hmm. um, of a woman. Oh, and he's storming off set? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, his like finger. And his finger goes up and he looks up in there if you freeze frame it right. But everyone's just but, saying whatever they... It, it's. I feel like it was also during that time where it was like um, the Lion King said sex mm-hmm. when, you know, whatever. And then so... There was a lot going on with like hidden stuff in movies because people at that point could really pause things frame by frame. Um, so, you know, some things uh, might be true, might not be true, whatever. Uh, Roger Rabbit became extremely profitable for the company. Um, they found that he could be a lucrative figure for them. And originally they had planned on um, developing his own land. So Roger Rabbit would have specifically his own land. Um, At Disneyland, it would be called Hollywood Land, and it would be um, behind Main Street, USA. Um, Exactly where, I don't know. Well, I think it would be where, uh, in the President episode we did, where Edison Square would be, Liberty Street, whatever names they used. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it would be there. Hmm. Wait, what is this? Wait, what? Where the livery path is livery. now. Livery. I thought you said Liberty Street. That we was did. what it was called, but that's oh. where the livery trail is now. That is where the Liberty Street or gotcha. Edison Square would have been. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, and then... Oh, um, so I, also um, there would be a... Lo- a a land in Hollywood Studios and a Tokyo Disneyland. Um, and attraction, attractions would be based off of Roger Rabbit, Judge Doom, and Baby Herman. Um, I'd love a Judge Doom ride. The, yeah. A dark ride for Judge Doom <laughs> would have been incredible. Um, all of these things were cut um, because at the same time, Euro Disney was not doing mm. well. Like that did not go well for them. Um, at the same time, they also had this idea for... Um, at Magic Kingdom in Disney World, um, they were going to, they had developed um, Mickey's Birthday Land. And uh, that actually did come to fruition. Um, how long was it there for, Robert? It was there for a few years. Okay. It was a new land behind Fantasyland in honor of Mickey's, uh. Mickey's 60th birthday. Um, so it was called Mickey's Birthday Land. So they took Hollywood Land and Mickey's Birthday Land as well as more elements of who framed Roger Rabbit. And that's where they developed Mickey's Toontown, which opened in 1993 here um, in Disneyland. At Disneyland, you've seen Fantasyland, Frontierland, and Tomorrowland. Now here's a whole new land you've never seen before. Hey! And the birthday land became Mickey's Toontown Fair. Yes. Oh, uh, Yes. Which, by the way, um, there's an episode of Full House where they go to Disney World, and I think uh, they go to uh, either the Birthday Land or uh, oh, Mickey's Toontown Fair. Yeah. We'll put the I clip think. in the show notes. Um, so Toontown um, had a, has a lot of elements of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, because in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you go through this tunnel, and into the tunnel, you go into Toontown. Um, you go through the countryside, and then bam, you're right in the middle of downtown. Um, all of the buildings there are um, in downtown specifically have a very rounded, cartoony and elongated look. Um, and um, th- one of the influences for this look are, came from Max Fleischer. 
who was a Polish-American um, animator, um, inventor, and he brought um, several several um, characters to life um, in the movies, um, specifically Betty Boop, Popeye, and Popeye. Um, he also invented rotoscoping, which was pretty awesome. Um, for those who don't know, it's to help develop smooth movement um, in... Um, in animation so it was an easel that was lit up from behind so you could trace and make movements for characters much smoother than a jerky um animation that everyone was used to <sighs> so <laughs> there's so much um so um the the executive and lead designers were marcello and joe lancicero um, and actually, you can find caricatures of them on the ride on um, Roger mm. Rabbit's cartoon spin. Um, they are the two Jack in the Box characters that ah. you go under. Um, so the land, the land was modeled after this amazing look of just whimsy and whatever. Um, the architecture squashed and stretched. Um, and apparently, when they were building this, which we looked at some books. They didn't really have like set blueprints. They ended up approaching it in the way that they do rock work, where they would put cages, they would build the frames and then put cages over that. And they would then put like the plaster and whatnot because there aren't any straight lines or hard edges yeah. anywhere in Toontown. And they had brought a model down because the constructing crew didn't know how to not read a blueprint. They needed yeah. to see what it was supposed to look like, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like the Matterhorn. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, with Toontown being built, um, this is the first time, uh, Mickey and his friends had a proper place at Disneyland. They did. So do you know the weird backstory behind this, which this is the first time I ever heard about this in the 1930s, Mickey Mouse moved in. He wanted to, um, have that quote unquote Midwest feel of back home, whatever that means. Um, and so he found, um, the little suburban neighborhood that he lives in, which is Mickey's neighborhood. And um, so he moved in there. Um, He then showed Walt Disney where to build Disneyland. And so um, once Disneyland was built, all of the other characters decided to move into the neighborhood. So Minnie moved in and everyone else. Um, And then eventually in the 90s, they decided to let all the guests in and they dug a tunnel under the... Um, the railroad and the berm of the the park so and opened always, up Toontown. It was always there. So yeah, the idea is that Toontown has always been there. It's where the tunes go. All everyone goes after the park closes. Um, but now they're letting you into their world. Very nice. I've never heard that before. I thought yeah, it, was, it seems like a super elaborate story to then be lost to time. Yeah. Unless you're doing research on the <laughs> Toontown. <laughs> like you do <laughs> um so um <laughs> toontown is located just north of the train tracks um and you have to pass under the train tracks to get there so again it's leaving the park and it is very that that opening hides so much of the land and it goes back yeah. so far <laughs> and um there's only one section that sort of extends out of toontown which is the toontown train depot mm-hmm I love, well, it doesn't happen anymore so much, but uh, the when the conductor used to say, say hi to Mickey for me, will you? You know, 
I think it's on the recording. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. it's on the current one, though. I think it was the old one. Oh, really? Yeah, I have to pay attention. Now, I feel like we just heard it. Now is it, We were just there on Monday, and I just don't know that I was paying enough attention. Say hi to Mickey for you here. Uh, well, they have that really bad pun now that I can't stand. Which is? From, <laughs> yeah, they're like saying, now, we're now leaving the frontier to another kind of ear. Those you could find oh. on Mickey. <laughs> yeah. It's an I'm interesting I'm pretty sure it's works. still on there. We'll have to take a listen. Only because... We ride like Wes wants to see the dinosaurs every time, so yeah. we tend to ride the train, and I've done it at least the last two times. Mm-hmm. I and I don't have a great memory of like what happened last year. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like me going like, oh, you know that one time last year. Yeah. Well, we'll look, we'll look it up and see. Yeah, we'll look it up. Um, I will say, uh, when they had it before, when I remember you used to always say. I wonder if something happens if I tell Mickey that the train conductor says hello. That does sound like something I would say. <laughs> I don't know, if, but I guess you never did, did you? I didn't. Now I want to do it. You got to. I know. What if the what if there they had like a bucket of pins that they gave to people that specifically They're did just that, dusty, and no like, one. Yeah. <laughs> we've been waiting twenty years to give this to someone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, Toontown is broken up into three parts. There is... Oh, did you ever find out what was there before uh, Toontown? Was it just backstage stuff? I think or? it was just backstage. I didn't find anything It was a backstage, uh, um, it was a uh, storage building. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Toontown is broken up into three sections. Um, it, there is Downtown, which contains Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin and all those downtowny looking mm. buildings. And the fountain. A lot of interactive elements, um, specifically Roger Rabbit's fountain, because there are two fountains in Toontown. Oh, yeah. well, sure are. Um, and, uh, and then there is Toon Square, which is in the middle with the gazebo um, and some eatery places, mm-hmm. the restrooms. Goofies. <laughs> by the by the way, those, those two fountains, they call them the twin sisters. I reckon that's because they're always babbling. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. And uh, pretty much Mickey's Neighborhood, which has everyone's houses, as well as Mickey's Fountain, um, and then an interactive play yard. Not interactive. It's a play yard. Um... So around the entire land, you find a lot of gags and callbacks um, to animation history and cartoon gags, um, such as fallen objects, broken walls, signage, windows, just stuff you can pull pull on anything in that land. The electrical room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the barbells. Who lives in Toontown? So you have Goofy's house. Um, you have Goofy, Donald, Mickey, and Minnie. Chippendale. Um, How come Daisy doesn't have a house? Daisy is always left out. <laughs> it's very upsetting. Uh, I don't she know. has a level on the parking structure. That's she does. Great, but I think she needs more than a level. <laughs> um, That's where she lives. <laughs> she Maybe lives Daisy's the mayor and she lives in the... The mayor! Now no. that's a good idea. I could run for mayor. That's my Daisy Duck impression. Sounds exactly like her. <laughs> Mayor! Now that's a good idea. 
I could run for mayor. The houses in Toontown all look like, well, I would say more of um, Donald's really looks like Donald. It has his color yeah. scheme, mm-hmm. his hat. Um, it's a sailboat. Um, uh, Goofy's has his hat on it. It's a lot more cattywampus than mm-hmm. the other houses. Mm-hmm. It used to be a bounce house. Yeah. Now it's a very much non-bouncy house. <laughs> I always uh, liked those um, like little windmill things. The wh- whirly gigs is the, what they're called. Whirly gigs. Yeah. He has a little garden, which is where mm-hmm. kids can go slide down some slides. Yeah, and if you ever want to feel like it's Halloween, you can go to that garden because there's a pumpkin there, a jack-o'-lantern all the time. Yeah. Do you guys know who that caricature of that one jack-o'-lantern is there? I don't know the, which one you're talking about. He has glasses on. Oh! That has to be someone. Harry yes. Carey? <laughs> Hold on. There's no way that that pumpkin oh, wait, isn't someone. Oh, it's a Jack Lindquist pumpkin. Oh. That's what the JPEG is. Who's Jack Lindquist? President of Disneyland from 1990 to 1920. 1923. <laughs> 1993. 1993. He That's pointed right. while well, Disney. He got himself a pumpkin and bounced. <laughs> He's like, this orange grove. <laughs> and bounce-housed his way out of there. <laughs> well, I guess he would have been president when it was being built. Yeah. He was like, as my last thing I'm going to do as president of Disneyland turned me into a pumpkin. So Goofy uh, used to be like a bounce house and like a ball pit of some sort, I believe. Um, Donald's house. You know, Anthea won't go into a ball pit. I, I did. We, I think we have We've talked about, about that, this yeah. before. Ooh, it's just germs. <laughs> Unless I'm the only person. And I think it pit. came up when we were talking about the Chippendale. Yes. Ball pit. That was also a ball pit. Acorn but that was crawl, a child... Yeah like a kid-specific age-restricted. I believe that uh, Donald's house has not changed. Somebody was saying uh, uh, that there used to be uh, climbable ropes. Uh, uh, Rope, what do you call it? Rope ladder? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, um, cargo net ropes and stuff like that that you could climb around in there. Okay. Uh, And you cannot do that anymore. Yeah, no. Like, there's a whole... There's a whole staircase, I think, that goes up to the second floor of Donald's house that's just covered. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is, now that you say that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we walked through it pretty recently. Um, and so Chippendale's, uh, Chippendale, and then Mickey's has always been a meet and greet, and mm-hmm. Minnie's is a very, I feel like it was a last minute meet and greet. Yeah. Like. Her house is cool, but then it's like, oh, also you can meet her in the backyard. Yeah. At this gazebo. Yeah. And just whatever. An afterthought. Um, also, there is a Gadget's Go Coaster, which is a roller coaster um, themed after a Gadget, gadget Hack Wrench um, from Chippendale's um, Rescue Rangers. I never would have been able to tell you her last name. <laughs> you know, it's so weird that they call it Gadget's Go Coaster. Why? Because doesn't that make you think of Inspector Gadget? He says, go, go, Gadget. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, um, apparently that's one of the Wikipedia I've, Really? I've never even thought of that. Because also, there are hands that are cranking up, right? Huh. So like, it has a lot of elements that I think a lot of people um, are not familiar with her character. Go, um, go, Gadget Coaster. So they have been confusing them. Well, the Inspector Gadget movie, was that a Disney movie? Oh, uh, with Matthew Broderick? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I think it was. Oh, interesting. Because I would not say that either Inspector Gadget or Rescue Rangers are more popular than the other. Yeah, well, I Inspector, enjoyed Inspector but, Gadget more. But, but Inspector I would, Gadget 
is someone, at least to me, is someone that I know of. I don't, I'm like, I mean, of course, because I've seen Chip and Dale's, Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers, I know who Gadget is, but without the ride being there, if you just showed me the character, I wouldn't know her name. Yeah. I was watching some YouTube video about Toontown and some guy kept calling it Chip and Dale's Go Coaster. No, her picture is right there. (laughs) She is up there. So um, this is actually the shortest ride in all of the park. It is 44 seconds long, Mm -hmm. which I found very interesting. And that includes the lift hill then. Yeah. (laughs) The whole thing. Um, So yeah, so that is that section of the park. And there is also the interactive fountain in the middle. There's little medallions in front of the instruments. And you step on those um, little medallions on the ground and it'll make that instrument play i didn't know that yeah i really like that Mm -hmm. it's usually tough to get wes away from it (laughs) (laughs) makes a couple laps before we can move on and that let me tell you something i um toontown was never my favorite uh as as a kid i never wanted to go to toontown really like i always liked the roger rabbit ride but i most of the time i would just wouldn't go to toontown and i Still kind of feel that way. I don't really care so much about Two Town, but I will say it's really great at nighttime when it's open at night. It is really great at night when it's open at night. And it's also so it used to be my favorite place for Christmas. Yeah. Maybe because Mm -hmm. uh, there's no kids at nighttime. Yeah. (laughs) Well, um, and it's not even just children. It's bodies in general, because I feel like now when you go during the day, it's a lot of people sitting Yes. That area is just a big sitting area. Yeah. Because the kids play. Especially coming up from the berm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the entire walkway is benches that are full. Yeah. I think <laughs> that the the ratio of like sittable land. Yeah. You can never find a seat if you want to get food there. That's ridiculous. It's always someone. But it's so much fun. And there's so many gags. And mm-hmm. It's great. Excuse me. Um. So then um, coming back in uh, or towards... The station, I guess, you'll get to uh, Toontown or uh, Toon Square. Um, there's a gazebo. There's some eatery. Um, there's also the Jolly Trolley um, station, which um, only ran. It ran from. I wrote this down like four times. Two. <laughs> At least like. 93, right? Um, yes. So it ran from there until like 2003. So 93 wow. to 2003. Um, but even then, I'm sure it was broke down or stopped. Do we know why it doesn't run anymore? I don't personally know why. Do you? No. Oh, I thought you did. No, yeah. I think th- I think theories are operating budget because it did not roll straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, or uh, what am I trying to think? Level, I guess. Yeah, it, it moved ba- around. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so that already creates a more uh, rigorous ride vehicle, mm-hmm. and with ten years of people hanging off the side of it, because there, I believe <laughs> there were two of them, mm-hmm. um, and uh, then crowds. Yeah, because it didn't roll um, straight, it bobbed left and right and up and down. So your clearance somebody who's walking and thinking oh i'll clear that thing but it might lean into them in the next second you know um also that cul-de-sac is just a stroller haven so there's just no room yeah there's absolutely no room oh going back to the little cul-de-sac the fountain is such a great picture spot Mm -hmm. and then the rolling hills behind it that say toontown yes very clever 
yes. to look like Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think is it's that in the movie? You no, know, it actually looks nothing like the one from the movie. I feel like that section of Toontown is more more in tune with the uh, main character, the characters mm-hmm. like Mickey, the Fab Five, than it is than downtown, which is very much heavily influenced by Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. And I think that this was just a way to meet in the middle where it's not all Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You have that pull of yeah. Mickey Mouse who everyone wants to see. I guess now that I'm thinking of it, maybe they do have Toontown on the hill. Did you say that they did? In Disneyland. Isn't at the end of Roger Rabbit when the when the dip machine crashes through the wall and you can see... Yeah, but that's a, sp- a big singing sun. It's a sun but there's not a hill with Toontown hills. on it? I don't remember. I don't remember for sure. We'll have to look it up. Yeah. Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> um, so going back to Toon Square, um, there is uh, the gazebo, which I keep bringing up. Nothing special about this gazebo. <laughs> um, there's that clock during the holidays. And I really, really miss this. And I saw, I found pictures of it the other day. They um, had an overstuffed tree. And um, every year it got more grand. And one year the top was so heavy, the way that they designed it, <laughs> that it was so heavy with ornaments that it doubled over. <laughs> and so the star was like in the middle of the tree because it was all. And I just thought it was so funny and so clever. They don't do it now? No, now it is a plastic tree. So all of. So when they closed down um, the one in. Uh, Disney World to now put in the Storybook Circus, I believe is what it's called. Uh Um, They took all of their decorations and brought them over here, and now that's what we have. Where I think that the ones that we had before were a lot more fun. They did change every few years, Um, but I really, really love those so much. Um, And then I believe like in the mornings or every once in a while, there's some fanfare and they come out of this city hall building. Mm, Yeah. Um, You also have the exit of the main um, uh, gift shop, which is the five and dime on one side. And then the other side, it's called something else. Gag factory. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Which uh, you a lot of the time, if you can't find something, they might have it there because people don't walk all the way to the end of the mm-hmm. park to yeah. buy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not Toontown specific merchandise in there. It's most of the just the park merchandise. Yeah. Um. So that leads you to downtown, and in downtown you have a lot of the gags. You have doors that uh, do things when you pull on them. Um. There's a lot of the windows that have windows that have um, you know, jokes on them, or um, I believe there is a Walt Disney window for a laughogram there. That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, All of those gags um, are there. There's also Roger Rabbit's um, Fountain, and then Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin. Yeah. And that wasn't there when Toontown originally opened. No, it opened in 94. The year after. Yes. Um, So, this is a dark ride, a dark ride where you get into a cab. Well, so we talked about this queue in, in the queue episode. Um, it's a very immersive and I'm going to say captive aiding um, <laughs> queue. You can't really get out. I mean, there's emergency exits if you really need to get out. But you are in this queue and you get to go through um, some real seedy places. Um, you get to go backstage 
um, like to dressing room areas, mm-hmm. you see a lot of like the tune underbelly, and you get to be immersed in in Toontown. And then you hail a cab. His name is Lenny. He is the twin cousin of Benny. And twin cousin. <laughs> twin cousin. <laughs> it's specifically stated that he's a twin cousin. And why? I don't know. Huh. I'm sure they stated that too, but I might have stopped reading. <laughs> Um, Did Charles Fleischer voice the cab? No. In the ri- That's why. Because they couldn't get Charles Fleischer, so they were like, okay, well, then he's Does not Does he have Benny. a voice in the ride? Nope. Oh, he doesn't? No, he's not Roger Rabbit. There's another person who is Roger Rabbit. No, no, no. Charles but Fleischer's does the voice the cab, of Benny the Cab. As does well as. Lenny the Cab talk? I understand what you guys are saying. He does not voice the Benny that you do see in the ride. He does not voice Lenny, and he does not voice Roger Rabbit. But Lenny he does not doesn't have a voice, in the- right? In this ride, yeah, he does not have a voice. Okay. Um, I was gonna ask: Isn't there a point where he's like, "Uh, come on!" Or like at the end? I thought yeah. you could, okay. What? That's not him. It's not it's him. Not Charles but, Fleischer. <laughs> but but is it Lenny or is Benny in the scene talking? Oh, who says that? Yeah, who says that? The portable it, hole thing. Yeah, that's, that's Roger, Roger Rabbit. Oh, but he says I have a portable hole. But then you yeah, I have hear, a portable hole. But then I thought Benny at one point. You, yeah, he's and like, he talks. He's talking. He probably to Roger. does the safety spiels, Benny. No? Oh, well, or I would Lenny. think that that's Lenny. Lenny. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know who does the voice of Roger? Um. I read the name and I've forgotten it since. Not Corey Burton. No. <laughs> now, why did Charles Fleischer do it? What was he just too Disneyed out after the 35th anniversary special? He had, <laughs> yeah, he was talking to Tony Danza. <laughs> so, um, Jess Harnell voices Roger Rabbit. Kathleen Turner is Jessica Rabbit. Maurice Lamarche. Maurice Lamarche. Who's is that? Benny the Cab? Um, oh, that's a good get. Um, so Maurice Lamarche, it, you would most notably know him as Brain of Pinky and the Brain. Oh, um, but Maurice Lamarche is one of the premier voice character actors that okay. there is. Uh, he's up there with Corey Burton for sure. <laughs> um, so Jeff Bergman is um, Bongo the Gorilla and Greasy. Oh, yeah. One of the weasels. Mm-hmm. Jim Cummings is Psycho um, Weasel. Oh, okay. And um, Baby Herman. Hmm. David Lander as Smarty. I assume Weasel. Uh-huh. Um, Renee Aubergonis as Stupid Weasel. <laughs> June Foray as Wheezy Weasel. June Foray from Lassie? Isn't she from Lassie, the TV show? No, I don't think Lassie. Uh, you're probably Tweety thinking Bird. she was. Well, yeah, but you're probably thinking she was the voice of the dog in Isle of Lucy. Was she the voice of Lassie? No, but I thought she was the mom in Lassie. Oh no, she wouldn't have been the mom. She was in one of those shows I watched a lot as a kid, where they would read the names out loud. June Foray. Well, she's a voiceover person. She hmm. was. She wasn't really uh, someone that would be on screen. Hmm. What else? You might be thinking of um, uh, from Leave It to Beaver. Oh, maybe. Was she in. No, it's a different June. (laughs) Oh. Oh, no. Barbara Billingsley, I guess. (laughs) It's not June. Barbara Billingsley. I'm sort of looking at it. Yeah, she's not anything I recognize from TV. So, all right. Sorry. Mm. Well, she's she's the voice of Taki Tina. Oh. So, June Foray. 
um, June Foray and then Will Ryan as an unnamed weasel. I don't have too much information on the development of this ride, but I believe Robert yeah. I mean, all, some. all I know is, uh, you know, when they were testing out this ride, trying to figure out what they do, someone had the idea, well, what if you put a teacup in a dark ride? So they actually put a teacup in the dark ride and spun it around and they said, hey, this is fun. And do you remember which dark ride that was? I thought it was in the Roger Rabbit ride, no? No, I believe, at least I found that somebody said that they put a teacup on an attraction vehicle in Pinocchio. Oh. Ooh. Isn't that insane? That's great. Like, do they stick it on its side and roll it in? I don't know. I'm assuming maybe they took a ride vehicle off and put it on the chassis or whatever. But how do you, like, get it in there? Like, in my head, I'm like, oh, they can roll it over and do all that. Um, That's awesome. So, yeah, when I'm on... Okay, it's a fun aspect to spin, uh, I mean, that's that's the concept of the ride is that you're slipping on the dip and trying yeah. to avoid it. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always try to keep it as straight as possible. That's the fun. Yeah, that's Same. the fun challenge for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Especially since um, I don't. I mean, I don't even really want to talk about it. But the you know everything changed in 2000 um, when that child fell. Wait, um, what is this? So there was a, a boy who um, got caught under... So we didn't always have a door, I believe. Um, you know how you huh. have a door that opens uh-huh. and stuff. So he fell out um, and was caught under the, the car and was dragged um, and was horribly injured. He survived, but then he died a few... Um, like, maybe 10 years later. Whoa. Um. But he was never, he was always in some sort of medical care. Oh, that's messed up. Um, and so they came through the park and that's when we saw much, so many more um, restraints and oh. stuff put onto stuff. Mm. So that got a door. And then I believe um, underneath the car, they put like a skirt type of thing. So if you were, there uh-huh. was too big of a gap before where he was able to fit under the car. So... Um, they updated Man, that those features awful. on Ugh, it. I hate yeah. that. So um, that was a real that was a real t- turning point. Yeah. And they um, and I'm not too sure how he fell out, but I would assume that it also has to do with maybe the spinning aspect of yeah. it, maybe. Um, and so they His dad was spinning it really hard. Was he? Uh, no, I'm guessing. Oh, um, so now the spinning isn't as as intense it as is it very be. hard like that's kind of why i d- always try to keep it as straight as possible because spinning it seems like fruitless apparently tokyo disneyland you can oh, just spin the hell out of it. i don't think we wrote it i was like eh, i know what it is it is um the the like you can it's like oh, harder than teacup spinning on that so um so it's a great ride though um yes I, I think we talked about it before, but I love the scene of Jessica Rabbit tied up and and then she has the mallet and the mallet. No, but, but no, the scene I was talking about, um, the scene with the electrocution where Roger oh. Rabbit gets electrocuted. How scary that is! Oh, with the heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. scary. Um, it's, it's got some really good scenes. Yeah, you know the piece of history Disney pins. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite pins mm. where you get a piece of the ride in it. They haven't made those for a while, have they? Did yeah. they stop? 
I have a Roger Rabbit one that has a piece of Jessica Rabbit's dress. Oh. Nice. Um, but yeah, so there's Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. Um, and that ride um, is pretty much, I would say, aside from meeting Mickey, like the cornerstone of that, that land, yeah. you know? Um, and it's the catalyst for it because they really wanted to market um, Roger Rabbit. And I just remember in the 90s, there was so much Roger Rabbit yeah. everywhere. And this must have been near the end of it because this was already six years after the movie came out. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's just so hard to find anything. They, And, you know, it, which is unfortunate because yeah. he's a funny character. Mm-hmm. This movie is amazing. Yeah. It has amazing actors, amazing technology. It's the best Robert Zemeckis film. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> You have something to say, David? <laughs> uh, we all know that it's Welcome to Marwin. Oh, I was going to say Forrest Gump. <laughs> Forrest Gump. I was going to say Space Jam. He didn't direct Space Jam, did he? No. Oh. <laughs> Would it be funny if he did another movie with Looney Tunes? Yeah, all right. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's all, like, that's... I'm so, sure there's more stuff in there. Yeah. But uh, that's Toontown. Well, also in 94, what happened? Do you remember? Earthquake? <laughs> yes. But. They closed the Skyway bucket? No, in 94, we got the Toontown Kids. Oh, I didn't. This is a you thing. Yeah, I you didn't. don't remember this, yeah. but I believe Weren't it was they on KTLA? Channel no. 9? KCAL 9. KCAL 9. KCAL 9 Kids Crew just for you. <laughs> uh, there was a television program called Two Town Kids. That's where that song comes from. Toontown. Yeah, I used to watch that show. Yeah, it was a great show. It was kids uh, at Disneyland, mostly in Toontown, but sometimes they would leave and go to different parts of the park and they would host a half-hour show showing uh, Mickey shorts and things like mm-hmm. that. It's a great time. And I, I just loved the opening. Yeah, I love the idea of that. Yeah. I just, it, it didn't Spark any memory in my head of something Did you have I ever KCAL watched. Nine? Uh, yeah, that's a regular broadcast channel. That's not even <laughs> Disney Channel. I, I remember never having Disney Channel as a kid for a long, long time. Um, yeah, I didn't have it either. At least in Channel Thirty One. The Los Angeles. I think I was sixteen. <laughs> the Los Angeles area, um, KCAL played a lot of Disney content. Yeah. You find it on that channel. Is that where I would have watched like Darkwing Duck and stuff like that? Wasn't that on Fox? Mm, Maybe it was KCAL. No, I don't think so. I think that was probably a Saturday like, where morning was thing, Rec- right? Rescue Rangers. That's probably ABC. Well, that was oh, the afternoon. ABC, I see. That was the afternoon lineup, so it was probably yeah. ABC. But KCAL pay- played a lot of, like... Mm. They probably played, like, reruns of those things. Possibly. I don't know. I used to watch Channel 9. It was my jam. <laughs> my jam. <laughs> there was a time when Dodger games used to be on KCAL 9. That's right. But yeah... So yeah, Toontown, it's uh, been here uh, since uh, 93. Um, we were, we did mention that there was another version that came out in Tokyo, which was uh, basically a carbon copy of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the one at Disney World, um, 
became Mickey's Toontown Fair. It closed in 2011, and it made room for the Storybook Circus area, which is where they have the Casey Jr. uh, water area and the new location of the Dumbo ride and the Barnstormer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I guess is like two elements put together from the old Toontown... Um, fair or something? I don't know. Barnstormer is? Yeah. Interesting. Like, the name of it is a combination oh, of two things. Oh, I see. Like, there was something that was, like, Goofy's Barnstormer something something, and instead mm. now they, like, kept the name but took off all the something something, and now it's just this. I don't know. Um. So, yeah, and then... So, Toontown, um, it's always needed... Lots of love and care. Yes. There's not a lot of trees in that area. And also, you know, the the mountain backdrop always kind of needs some paint. There always needs to be some work. And there hasn't been a new ride added to it or anything since 94, but soon we will be getting something. Yes. In 2022, we are getting um, Mickey's Runaway Railway. Yeah, which uh, is also opening at Hollywood Studios. Now, Um, didn't that Runaway Railway is the son that I saw in that Runaway Railway from the cartoons, probably. But then we were talking about the son from Toontown. Is it that son? It has the similar, like, circle Mm -hmm. with the little bloop, bloop, bloop. But it doesn't have the goofy face, face, I I see. Okay. Because the one from um, Roger Rabbit's real goofy, isn't yeah. he? Like, his tongue's all hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that'll be exciting to yeah. have that And refresh. we still don't know where it's going to be, right? I think theories are the gag factory's going I away. So. That's what it I sounds that's like. That's the theory mm-hmm. is. I mean, they have, like, uh, when you walk in and you look directly to the left, there is, like, a little circular seating area uh-huh. right behind those, like, slushy carts. Uh-huh. That's right next to the Goofy. pumpkin. Uh-huh. Yeah, that could easily be some sort of something. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of space in there. I think that they could move stuff around. Um, and who knows? I mean, I'm surprised. So, Gadget's Go Coaster is 44 seconds long. It capacity is 16 riders per ride maximum. Mm-hmm. Um. The frogs don't even spit water anymore. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, are the days numbered for that? Is it in need of some sort of yeah. refresh? Well, they yeah, it's right next to um, uh, the Chippendale Treehouse, mm-hmm. which is just the butt of every joke uh, about Toontown. So both of those take up a... Re- I mean, put Barnstormer in there. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love Rescue Rangers, but it if you put Barnstormer in there, it would be right... It wouldn't be next to Goofy's house, though. No, so but it would, it would be, be next like, to Donald. It'd be between Donald and Mickey's house. Maybe that could be like a play yard of some sort if they were to just mm-hmm. like get rid of all that and make it one big play yard so mm-hmm. that then they'd be able to take that other section that's by yeah. Goofy. I, w- I really hate what I'm about to say. And I love that the houses are there, <coughs> but those houses are not doing anything yeah we can walk through them in five seconds you Mm -hmm. never really see kids playing in them 
they're ha- they're gonna do something. I mean, they'd have to eventually. Yeah, I mean, well, if <laughs> the other theories that I've had is that they butt up Galaxy's Edge to the back mm-hmm. of where mm-hmm. those two tractions are. What if they built? What if they built, or are building the show building for the Mickey ride already? And then all they need to do is shutter those two rides, and that's the entrance next to Mickey's house for the train ride. Mm. And the show building exists right there. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Disguised as Gal- the back of Galaxy's Edge, but really it's the, sh- you know, it's just mm-hmm. like the back, uh, how the t- the back of the Tiki Room is the carnage, or is the, what's it called? Um, but uh, Jolly Holiday. Jolly Holiday, yeah. 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 So I thought, I, I thought about that as uh, as a potential thing yeah uh we also you know we've we've did forget to mention with uh toontown uh since this since it was built on a backstage area it is in the range of fireworks meaning whenever there are fireworks at Mm -hmm. disneyland it has to close early because it's a danger zone Mm -hmm. yeah um so a lot of the time it is hard to go at nighttime because of that but if you go to Disneyland on non-firework days, yep. it'll stay open until closing. Yeah. And it's so nice. Uh, Toontown in the rain, real gorgeous. <laughs> real gorgeous. Well, because the, the paint gets uh, saturated again. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, and um, the lighting, I don't know, it's just so great. Um, well, I have a couple. Th- or, do you have more stuff? I have a couple of things to add. Uh, one of the things was we mentioned there's not a lot of trees in Toontown, but there are painted trees mm-hmm. uh, in part of the backdrop. Mm. Uh, do you guys know about the hidden message in one of the no. backdrops made of trees? It's really weird. I only I found so many videos of people say pointing it out, and only one person that had an okay picture where I was like, all right, I guess I see it is that there are trees against the mountains that form the shape of WDI. Hmm. Um, they are just over the, what I guess is referred to as the million dollar wall, because it cost a million dollars, or the, the is next to, to the right of Minnie's house, there's a big elephant door looking Is that the one that uh-huh. they thing. made look like Minnie's skirt? With the, with with the, the polka, polka dots? dots? Maybe. Um, yeah, and they recently reskinned it, didn't they? Maybe, um, but just over it, it looks like those tall hedges that um, that are like cylindrical almost. So three yeah. of those make the W, and then one shorter makes a D, and then the I is just uh, so low that you yeah. can't see it. But I was like, so many people kept talking about it that I was like, I guess this is a thing, but I barely see it. I looked for it this past Monday, and I just am like, I don't know. I can't. I mean, I see the W, the D, yeah, and the and then I. Maybe. I see the I. I see the yeah, top the of I is so, yeah. You'd never know. No. Um, anyway, I thought it was worth mentioning because I saw it brought up in a few places. Yeah. Um, did you know? What it, do you know? The history behind the Toontown station on the Disneyland Railroad. I do not. So, from what I gathered, obviously, the your gut would say, oh, it was just Fantasyland Station before, and they changed the name. It was only Fantasyland Station until they built Small World. And then there was, it was like a height, somebody said it was went on hiatus, but yet they showed a photo from where the station would be pointed at small world and it's just a mound of dirt hmm. so 
it seems that from the 60s to the 80s, there was nothing there. And then Videopolis Station opened. Oh. When Videopolis opened. Uh Uh-huh. So it went from Fantasyland to nothing to Videopolis to Toontown. And Toontown was to basically get people enticed to come to Toontown. Because really, it's not a convenient... I mean, if you're on the train, it's the most convenient exit. But I would never call that Toontown Station. Yeah. Um, Other than the fact that it has the same aesthetic as Toontown. Um, So I thought that was kind of interesting. It's weird to think of disneyland for a considerable amount of time with only three stops what does it say on the attraction posters none of them they all just have three stops on them main street main street yeah Uh uh-huh which i always find really funny Hmm. because frontierland i'm always like it's new orleans station yeah (laughs) every time (laughs) that's a good point (laughs) um so yeah i felt that it was pretty cool um uh, proceeded. Oh yeah, the only new land before this was Bear Country. Not only new land. Sorry, the the new land that preceded Toontown was twenty years prior, and that was Bear Country. Oh. Um, so there was a big twenty year gap of no new land, and now we're sitting here at what twenty five years, and they just added Galaxy's Edge, right? Well, when oh. did Bear Country become Critter Country? I mean, does that really count though? Oh, it doesn't really count, I guess. Does it? It's the same land, just renaming, okay. really. Okay. So then, yeah. So, yeah. <coughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been, you know, 20 whatever years since then, but... We did in, have a new theme time, park. New theme park, <laughs> yeah. downtown Disney. Like, basically two new theme parks because they rebuilt it. They were much. like, JK, we're not done. Let's just redo this. <laughs> um, and... Uh, the last i mean really this is just updates when we were there on monday the barbell is actually finally somebody ripped the <gasps> the rubber oh thing gosh. and then uh somebody had pointed out that there used to be the outline of the barbell in the window uh-huh it's just a plain glass now and then sure i picked up the phone to talk to the head. police yeah i know i i went to pick up the phone to talk to the police and the receiver wasn't working <laughs> Did you open the door to get electrocuted? Of course, always. Did you talk to the mailbox? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I actually got some sound ups from uh, some things like the mailboxes and all that stuff. Tippers, look at all these bells in here. Hey, wait a minute. I don't know anybody oh, named Bill. Oh, the mailbox. Uh, okay. Oh, and then uh, something I never knew, and you didn't bring it up, so maybe you didn't either. <laughs> Was that the Goofy's gas station has a water fountains uh-huh. that used to light up and change yeah. the color of the water. And then they had a sign next to them that would say what the flavors were. Uh-huh. And then the drain has a speaker in it that makes gargling noises. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. cool. I but the, it doesn't light that, up anymore. It doesn't? It, That's unfortunate. Yeah. Just take I a remember glow seeing those gas station things with water. I didn't know they were drinking fountains. Uh, so the, there's the gas pumps that have water in the fish inside. Behind those against the wall are water fountains. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. That still operate. The water fountains function, but yeah. they don't. I thought the light up water thing sounds cool. I've never seen. I've only heard of it, but yeah, I've no. never seen it. No, it, uh, yeah, yeah, and I haven't seen any video of it. And either. I feel like we were back there recently and I was staring at the sign. Because the sign's still up. Yes. It tells you the different yeah. flavors. As I said, when I was a kid, I never went to Toontown. And if I did, it was only to ride the Roger Rabbit ride. No. So we recently went and we went into Donald's house and Minnie's house and Goofy's house. I don't think I'd ever been in those houses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I was very excited to open Minnie's refrigerator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you bake a cake? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, we did. And yeah, yeah. And yeah. And I met Mickey once. Yeah, that's right. You should go again because since then they've updated the um, cartoons to the new style animation. Oh, nice. And the only bummer is that they <coughs> don't have the, it's not the full show that it used to be. Oh, where it gets interrupted and yeah. stuff like that. That was, that was a really nice touch. Now it's just a loop of mm. stuff. But yeah, Toontown. Uh, I remember when it opened and being very excited about it. But then, you know, that's around the time that I got my pass. I remember going for Fantasmic all the time, which opened the same year. Um, before, I think. It was? It was 92? Oh. Uh, anyway, it was right around that same time, and I don't remember the first time I went to Toontown. I mean, I feel like years had gone by, but yeah, I don't know. It must just not have left a good imp- uh, uh, an impression on me at all. So, mm. yeah. I remember meeting... Um... Pluto in Toontown outside of Minnie's house. No, Mickey's house. And it had just finished raining. We were the only people there and he started slipping around because <laughs> there was no grip on the bottom of the Oh, street. not and on purpose. It was... No, he was just like... And so he walked up the steps, was slipping going up the steps, turned around and then held his arms out for me to go hug him. <laughs> he should have been on all fours like he's supposed to be. You know, in the, in the Disneyland 40th anniversary special... They actually talk about Toontown and play that song also. Oh. That 40th anniversary special is another one of my favorites. It's not as good as the 35th anniversary special. Well, I mean. But the be? 40th anniversary special, I used to watch all the time. We should do an episode on these specials. Yeah. Um, and the 40th anniversary special uh, is from 1995. I used to watch it every weekend. I remember I would I would cook a bag of, of potatoes O'Brien and just be eating my potatoes <laughs> for breakfast on Saturday mornings watching the Disneyland what 40th. What is the potatoes O'Brien? That, They're like super like, mince tiny potatoes. Like little cubed potatoes oh, yeah, with those peppers. I would onions. never call it that. And like, um, that's what they call. Interesting. That's what the bags um, are. Hosted by Will Schreiner. I don't know who that is. <laughs> He's the host of the <laughs> <laughs> Like, I was watching the Galaxy's Edge thing, and I was like, this, because uh, I think that's the first time, is that the first time that Disney Parks blog has had, like, a host for something? It's like, no. Oh, um, okay. So, the hosts that they had out here, those are the first time that I've ever seen them. Yeah. But the male host from the Disney World one is uh-huh. the one, I've seen him on everything that they have. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, they were all like... I'm so-and-so from Disney Parks Blog. I was like, I've never seen you before. Who are you? <laughs> um, I still have to finish that. I didn't finish it yet. Oh, um, very cute. I, I just didn't want to get spoiled on things. but I got disappointed with... Uh, um, Lucas? No, with Harrison Ford. Not with him, but they, whoever was they missed the on cue. the button, they did it too soon and... Sad. Yeah. Well, uh, it's not sad. They missed a cute. You'll see it. You'll okay. see it. We'll let him well, the, get there. I, I, well, that because uh, she. <clears throat> I feel like uh, at the beginning the host girl tossed to something early, and then there was like an awkward pause. Then they started playing, and then she went and said something else. So they stopped it and then rewound it and then played it again. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy, yeah. it's tough to yeah. do live. Um, I really want to go. 
So I decided to do some research and I was like, let me see what I can find. I fell down this ridiculous YouTube rabbit hole, just like I did with the Matterhorn. <laughs> do you remember VMK? Yes. So it was Virtual Magic Kingdom. Yes. And it was some sort of online game that I never played. And there was a thing right outside of Interventions where you could get like some card and play. I think I went once and I was very confused about what to do. Okay. In 2003, Disney Interactive decided to get into the MMORPG, multi <laughs> massive multiplayer online role-playing game uh, realm with Toontown the game. You're ready for Toontown! The outrageous, ever-changing online game. You can join your friends in exciting boss battles, crazy mini-games, and new Toon parties. With your parents' permission, get non-stop 3D adventure and play for free at Toontown.com. Toontown. Rated E for everyone. Are you Toon enough? Every single search that I pull up for a Toontown <laughs> is for this game, and I have it's to put in insane. Disneyland. insane. It's the only... And insane because... A, it's so weird. I don't understand what I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. B, the fan base is rabid. They shut down the servers in 2013. There are fan servers continuing to run the game <laughs> because people love this game. I watched way too many video reviews of this game. Most of it is how bizarre it is. You are... You can create a custom character. You cannot be Mickey or Minnie. Okay. But they can help you create your character the first time you boot up the game. And you can... Um, you go around with gags. And there are these characters called cogs that are going around Toontown trying to buy up the buildings and basically uh, overthrow, like, and like uh, make it super corporate and not fun. So <laughs> your job as the game player is to use your funny gags to stop them mm -hmm. and um it's just a really bizarre thing it the first year they ended up with a million users it, within three years they had 15 million users using Holy this thing it costs ten dollars a month to play this game <gasps> now this is so weird it's like subscription gaming yeah. in 2003 like i just was i guess i had graduated high school in 2002 so i think i was just beyond this but mm -hmm. kids like that were younger than me like so why they close so they closed the servers because there was another mmorpg online called club penguin i was about to ask i'm like is this related to that yes so penguin thing? whatever club penguin is mm -hmm. i have no idea is nope disney thing <laughs> club penguin came out competed and actually overtook the market for what Toontown was doing. And so Disneyland sort of tripled down and started running ads on Disney Channel. Like every other ad was a Disney Toontown ad where they yell like, are you Toon enough? Are you Toon enough? At the end of the ad. <laughs> and um, and it's just Am I? commercials for this game. And uh, so they competed for a while. Then Disney acquired Club Penguin. And then as Club Penguin got huge 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 even though toontown was doing okay it wasn't doing enough to sustain the development crew so they shut down the servers for every wdi they ended up doing a pirate mmorpg mm -hmm. they did a tinkerbell mmorpg and the toontown those were the three big ones i think they shut 
those three down in 2013 to focus everything on Club Penguin. Then they rebranded Club Penguin to something else. Then they rebranded to something else. And by 2016, I think everything was shut down. Um, and that's when WD uh, Interactive, they sort of shut everything down. Because uh, you remember when they were doing the... Um, the figures. The figures, yeah. Uh, that whole closure yeah. had to do with all that other stuff too. But um, people love this game. I, it's, it's a little above me. I feel like I got a very rudimentary understanding for what MMORPGs are and how they like. I think like MMORPG for like I never did <coughs> the MMORPG, the online portion, but I did play RPGs. Oh, that was what I had said earlier. It's massive multiplayer online role-playing game. Club Penguin Island shut down at the end of last year. So, like, so I think Club maybe that Club was Penguin? the last one, right? Yeah. yeah. It shut down. So Club Penguin shut down in 2017, and they opened up Club Penguin Island, Island, and mm -hmm. that shut down at the end of. 2018. And yeah, so basically you can you create your character, you can run around Toontown, and then you can play these mini games that are part of it. So you go to the Gag Factory and there's a, a mini game where you're like in a go-kart and, and people like they meet up with their friends on here. So they're both in Toontown. Like you're at your computer at home and I'm at my computer at home and we both have our headsets on and we're like, huh. oh, meet me at the gag factory. And we both <laughs> run up together and then we go inside and like, oh, let's go go-kart racing. It's like Second Life. Basically, yeah. Like <laughs> Dwight. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, uh, I w As soon as it kept coming up in my Twitter searches or all of my search results, I was like, okay, now I need to know what this yeah. is. So... That's all I know about it, uh, but it is such a bizarre thing that I literally did not know existed until this past week when I started doing research for this episode. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? I doubt Inthea is going to look into this. No, I was <laughs> Mostly definitely... because it was so dumb. <laughs> it was so, no, but I'm reading there that at one point they had 200 million users. Yeah, but what, and what's crazy is that the fans of it, fans of it love it, but even casual gamers that were like hey everybody uh uh i've heard about this game so i'm gonna play it and everybody's like i don't know it's kind of fun <laughs> like everybody actually says that it's a really good game and it mm. won like best mmorpg of the year That's for crazy. 2006 they organized these live events where people could like all go down and they sold out in eight days this live event at walt disney world where people would go to meet other people and they had characters from the game at this event nuts yeah never had heard of this before this is like a reset like a like the bowels of <laughs> of the disney parks fandom yeah like wow yeah so um yeah just a whole other thing that toontown inspired good for them if anyone has played these games please 100 percent. let us know in the comments below if you've we played this game set up like some sort of voicemail thing yeah so they can just call yeah tell us in under a minute yeah you know what if you <laughs> it, most everybody has an iphone if you have an iphone use the voice recorder on your phone and send us an email or a tweet <laughs> you can email info at remainsedopolice.com keep it under a minute two minutes maximum mm -hmm. tell us about your experience please 
if you have an iPhone or you have an Android device, <laughs> use your voice recorder. Record your experience with this game. Email it to info at remainseatedplease.com or you could even tweet the audio file to us um, and let us know. Keep it a minute, two minutes at max. Let us know about your experience with the game because we need to know what this is about. Yes. Oh, this is fascinating. This is so <laughs> fascinating. There has to be at least one person. Please. Just, ah. Oh. Because everyone's like, oh, they exist on fan servers. And I'm like, that already sounds like way too much work for me to yeah, try to play Yeah, I saw this. that they just opened one up. I don't um, get it. An unofficial I, fan I, I server. Literally... It's called like Penguin Island Forever. <laughs> <laughs> what if someone from Penguin Club Island Forever is like, can you come join us? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Fascinating. That's... This is fat. I love it. I love it so much. I love really weird not weird i'm not gonna say it's weird really different fandoms especially when they spiral out of yeah something that just but yeah all of my searches were this toontown and i was like <laughs> this is not what i want and so is this weird dog creature that <laughs> i saw like a pumpkin head some i was like this is terrifying this is not what i'm here for so i had to put disneyland in it yeah. and i was like i will deal with this later so i'm really glad that you did <laughs> yeah because i would have kicked myself if i'd forgotten it so i had to tack that in <laughs> So, Toontown. So, that was Toontown. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed uh, listening to a little history about Toontown. It's a, it's a place that doesn't get enough love, but hopefully uh, soon with uh, the new attraction and all that, it'll, uh, yeah. it'll get the update that it deserves. Yeah. For sure. Because it's a great place, and I'm really, I like that it's a, it's an area for kids of all ages, and one of the things about Disney parks right now is I feel like the super little kids um, that just need our little balls of energy and can go run and slide and do whatever in these little places where there are just people the same size as them are very much being lost and I really mm -hmm. really like that they have an area and the area is so dang cute mm -hmm. I mean I don't have any kids this doesn't affect me but I like that Disneyland should be for everyone of all ages let us know your fan theories of where you think this new attraction is going to go in the comments below. Also, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Anthea, uh, where can we find you on the internet? Oh, you can find me at Magically Delicious Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. <laughs> and Susie, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at a little sprinkle of Disney. And you can find us at Remain Seated Pulse, PLS, on Twitter, or Remain Seated Please on Instagram and Facebook. So until next time, I'm David. I'm Robert. I'm Susie. <laughs> and I'm Anthea. Bye. And let me just say no tune can resist the shave and a haircut. There. That wasn't so bad, was it? I'll see you all a little later. You may not survive to pass this way again. Time to be moving along. Hurry back. And barrel around to see us again. Do you remember when the, um, I like when the weasel's like, that don't rhyme with walls. <laughs> <laughs> And then he kicks them in the dunk. <laughs> you know, the weasels say, I'm going to ram them mm -hmm. in the alleyway. And that's also what Biff says when he's going to crash into Marty. I love it. Into the manure truck. Oh, that's so good. Ah.
Roger Manoa, Rabbit. I hate Manoa. <laughs> Roger Rabbit, what'd it teach you? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? The movie came out in 1988 miles per hour. And it's pretty good. 